But I don't know about you. I'm not about to plan my 2021 around pessimism. I want to look forward to the future. I want to look ahead, knowing full well that I'm going to face challenges, but I will find a way through them. Welcome to Authentic Conversations with Ryan James Miller. Join Ryan as he speaks with top business leaders and influencers and hear how they've mastered the art of authenticity to achieve all that they dreamed of. As you hear from these leaders, seek not only to be inspired by their authenticity, but to strive for and master your own. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Authentic Conversations. Today, I'm back. I'm rolling solo. Um, pretty pumped to be able to do that. Uh, so a couple weeks ago, I dropped a solo episode. It was uh, fairly short. Uh, I think actually it was uh, less than 10 minutes, eight minutes maybe uh, is how short that was. That was a record, not just a record in terms of uh, the shortest podcast I've ever done, but I think that my wife would probably agree, as would my mom, that that is the shortest amount of time that I've ever talked about <laughs> anything. So you're welcome. But hopefully you enjoyed that. I'm going to play with a couple of different formats uh, as we roll into the new year uh, when it comes to solo episodes specifically. Uh, but for now, um, we'll just keep trying and see what sticks. And I'd also love to hear your feedback if there's anything that uh, you ever hear that uh, you enjoy. Uh, by the way, this is the first solo episode in a while that I'm also on video. So if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you're listening to podcasts, sweet. Love that. Super appreciative of that. But if you want to watch me for some reason, uh, or you just want to play me in the background while you're doing something else from the web browser, hop onto YouTube. You can go to my channel. It's youtube.com slash Ryan James Miller. And you can pick up all of my podcast episodes along with vlogs and so many other things there. All right. So let's talk about today's episode, today's topic. Uh, we are near the new year. Can you believe that we are about to finish the longest year of our lives? Yes, 2020 has been long. It's been challenging. It's been frustrating. It hasn't been ideal for so many of us, but we're here. And so what are we going to do about it? Well, two things that I want to talk about today is you're considering uh, what 2020 looked like as well as what you want 2021 to look like, right? We're all talking about goals. We're talking about planning. We're talking about reflecting, looking ahead, setting targets, how we measured up. There's so much there. But two things that I specifically want to talk about, and then there'll be some uh, uh, sub points uh, inside of those. But the two things that I want to talk about today and share with you, uh, number one is uh, reflecting. So I want to talk a little bit about um, how I've reflected on 2020, how I'm continuing to reflect on 2020, and how I'm helping my clients. So every single one of my one-on-one -on -one coaching clients is going through this similar process, and we have been for the last few weeks. Um, so that's one is reflecting. The second thing is on looking ahead. Um, we want to look ahead to 2021. We want to plan. We want to figure out. Um, and so uh, those are the two things that I'm going to be talking about. But as I'm sure you would expect from me by now, I'm going to do things a little bit differently. At least maybe ask some different questions or probe into questions a little bit differently. So typically when we think about reflecting on a past year, um, we consider where we are at to our goals. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, the only problem uh, or one of the big problems this year specifically could be you had this 
enormous, uncontrollable, out of your hands event happened uh, mid-March of 2020 that really uh, changed um, how your uh, life would play out and probably how your business would play out. So it could have been a lot more challenging for you to hit goals, though I've actually had quite a few of my clients uh, say that 2020 uh, was the most productive, successful year of their lives. Uh, thank God I'm actually able to say the same thing. It's also been the most challenging, uh, but the most productive, the most successful. Um, but those are typically the things that we're talking about or we're looking at when we're thinking about reflecting is we're thinking about um, how did I measure up? Uh, let's talk a little bit differently than that, because I think that if we're able to reflect appropriately, I think if we're able to really dig in, I think that will help us to learn and grow far more than just understanding that we made or missed a goal. And I know it's not that simple, um, but that's primarily what we're looking at. So when I think about reflecting, the first thing that I consider is what did I want it to look like? So go back to November, December of 2019. For some of you late bloomers, late planners, procrastinators, January of 2020, what were you hopeful for? Like, what did you want the year to look like? This was going to be the first year that you did what? This was going to be the year that you finally what? You were hopeful that in 2020 you were going to achieve what? You were hopeful that you were going to change what? What was it that you wanted your life to look like right now when you were planning 10, 11, 12 months ago? What did you want 2020 to look like? I mean, I personally had a lot of big plans. Um, I had some significant plans uh, on the consulting side of my practice, which I consult with organizations around sales and business development strategy, leadership development, and how all those things come together to uh, generate revenue for an organization and make them more profitable. So I had a lot of plans around uh, uh, 2020. Uh, even with a couple of my uh, clients specifically, one that I can think of that comes to mind, uh, we had a record 2019, and I say we because I was uh, thankfully uh, a significant part of that effort in 2019, and uh, we had huge plans in 2020 just to take over the industry and to do really, really great things. So we had plans. We had a forecast. We really visualized not only what the journey was going to look like, but what the destination was going to feel like. And so what what was yours? What what did you want 2020 to look like throughout the year or maybe as you came to the conclusion of your year? So take some time to really write that down. Ponder that and then write that down. Reflect on what you wanted the year to look like. From there, uh, then uh, you should ask yourself, what went well in 2020? Again, it's important that we don't just look to metrics. Though metrics are important. If you had a record year uh, financially, that should be one of the things that went well. If you were able to take a really amazing vacation, that should be one of the things that went well. So again, make sure you are... Um, considerate of everything that went well uh, as it relates to metrics and outcomes. But beyond that, 
What did you feel really good about this year? What made you feel really good this year? What were some of your um, highlights? What were some of your best experiences? What were some of your most fun days? Um, what went well for you in 2020? Because what you're going to want to understand, and we'll talk more about this in just a few minutes, but what you're going to want to understand is how do you replicate that going into 2021? So what went well in 2020? And then the third thing when we're talking about reflecting is, so what did we want 2020 to look like? What went well in 2020? Uh, and then, and so again, you're going to want to write down all those things that went well, both from an outcome and experience, experiential uh, perspective. And then lastly is what was challenging in 2020. Now, what I would really like for you to focus on, because this is going to be um, very helpful as you think of, think ahead or look ahead to 2021, uh, when you think about what was challenging, I want you to think about what was challenging that you had direct impact or influence into. Like for everybody, to some degree or another, COVID-19 was challenging. Um, probably for most of us at some point or another, um, extreme um, polarization uh, around politics or race uh, could have been things that were really challenging in 2020. And, and, and if you contributed to that in some way, then definitely those should be the thing, you should write those things down. But for most of those things, we were kind of bystanders um, watching as they happened and being burdened as the result of them, either in our own heart or maybe in our business or something else. So think about what was challenging uh, in 2020. Um, what specifically um, caused challenge for you? What did you struggle with? What made it difficult for you to achieve your goals? And again, it's more than just a pandemic. When you realize that the pandemic was here, did you pivot? Did you change your approach? Did you commit to something different? Did you commit to something more? Because if you didn't, then those were challenges that you helped to influence. And so those things are going to have to be changed. Um, okay, so reflecting. Those are really three kind of simple questions to ask, but they have really, really big answers uh, that can come as a result. So those are the three things to think about. And again, these aren't just professional answers that you have to have or answers in your professional life. It could be personally too. I mean, maybe something that went well is you did take a vacation with your family for the first time in a long time, and you realized how beneficial that was to your soul and to the souls of your family. It's going to be something you're going to want to replicate. When you think about what's challenging in 2020, did you allow the burdens of outside influences to negatively impact your personal well-being? That's a challenge. You got to figure out how you're going to overcome that, how you're going to defend against that. So those things are extremely important to think about. Okay, so that's the reflecting side of our year-end thoughts. And again, this is just one approach. Uh, there are a lot of different things that I do um, for myself and my clients as it relates to uh, reflecting on the year, year in review, and things like that. And you'll hear more from me over the next few weeks uh, on these things. Um, okay, so looking ahead. So these are going to sound very similar to our reflecting questions with just a little bit different language. So first up is, what will 2021 look like? What do you want 2021 to look like? Like if you're sitting here 
listening to me talk about reflecting on 2021, what are you going to say about it? What are you most hopeful for? And again, please think about an environment in which you have as much control as you possibly can. Do not leave your outcomes to other people. Do not leave your life to other people. Figure out how you, to the best of your ability, with the time, with the gifts, with the talents you have, can produce the life that you want. And this doesn't mean that you have to go from rags to riches or you have to go from um, a miserable job to the most amazing job ever, but, but that could be it. But just think about, what do you want 2021 to look like? And you can't just say different than 2020. I mean, you can, but come on, let's think a little bit deeper than that. So what will 2021 look like? Define that. Draw it. Picture it in your head. Have a vision for the short-term future that will get you excited. Number two, when we think about looking ahead, let's ask this question. What good things do you want to do more of in 2021? You notice how earlier I asked you what went well in 2020. Well, there were uh, the things that went well were things that you probably positively contributed to. And so you're going to want to do those. You're going to want to repeat those again. Maybe you're going to want to improve and get better at them, hone them, whatever, but you're going to want to repeat those. So make sure that as it relates to uh, good things, that you look back on what you've already done so you can figure out how to do more of those things. That's the easiest way to continue doing good things is to continue doing good things that you've already done in the past. But what good things do you want to do more of in 2021? What do you want to improve in? What do you want to be proud of? What do you want to hang your head high for? What good things do you want to do in 2021? What positive impact do you want to make on your life and the lives of the people around you in 2021? What gets you really excited as you look to wipe the slate clean and start off a new calendar year? You know, as much as um, you and I both know that when we flip the page on that calendar, um, if anybody has pages or flip that over on our phones or whatever else, you know, nothing really changes, right? I mean, it's just another day. And yet there is something so powerful about us starting fresh. And that is a huge reset for so many of us. And so use that to your advantage. Don't look for short-term sprints. Play the long game. Look to make 2021 your best year yet. But that means you got to figure out what good things you want to do more of. It also means, to my final kind of question as you consider looking ahead, is what challenges would you like to avoid? Now, if you have not properly answered or taken any time to answer the questions or the question uh, in the reflecting section, which was what was challenging in 2020, it's going to be really hard for you, really challenging for you, see how I did that, to answer the question, uh, what challenges would you like to avoid this year? So you need to think about what types of things distract you? What types of things typically get in your way? What types of things trip you up? What types of things frustrate you into numbness? Is it a role? Is it a responsibility? Is it a person? 
And by the way, that doesn't mean that we automatically eliminate the role, the responsibility, or the person from our life. Sometimes that means we have to have a different look at that role, responsibility, or person. We have to have a different approach. That's sometimes how we avoid being challenged in that environment again. It's not about always removing it from, from our life, from ourself. Too often we look to discard instead of looking to reform and rebuild. That's something tweetable. I forgot what I said. I'm going to have to go back and listen to it myself. But, but really, um, what obstacles are going to be in your way? What challenges are you going to face? What can you expect that you're going to be up against that is going to prevent you from sitting in the picture that you've created for what 2021 should look like or what you want 2021 to look like? Now, we can't foresee pandemics, turmoil outside of our control. There's a lot of things that we can't plan for, that we can't see, that we don't know. Yes, we can expect those things, or we can have some expectation that something bad is going to happen or challenging, uh, significantly challenging is going to happen. Sure. But I don't know about you. I'm not about to plan my 2021 around pessimism. I want to look forward to the future. I want to look ahead knowing full well that I'm going to face challenges, but I will find a way through them. You've heard me mention it before, but if you faced a lot of challenge this year and you've had a really hard time getting through them, I cannot recommend Ryan Holiday's book, The Obstacle is the Way Enough. He's written a lot of great books, and they all are my favorite in in certain areas. But The Obstacle is the Way is a fantastic book to read on the back end of a year like we've had. So consider the challenges and how you will avoid them. If you plan ahead, you have a much better chance of avoiding the storm than just hoping that you don't hit a storm as you drive across the country. So hopefully that's helpful for you. Again, as we come to the end of the year, there's a lot to consider. There's a lot to think about. As we look ahead to the new year, there's a lot to think about. There's a lot to consider. But I really feel like these six simple questions that we can ask ourselves, both for reflection as well as projection or looking ahead, I really think that if we stick to the simplicity of these things, work to do our best to extract from what we can out of the reflection and then lay out a vision for the future that we see ourselves leaning into and being happy with, we can all but guarantee we're going to have a better year. And not because a pandemic has gone away, but because we have made a conscious effort to live the best life we possibly can with all that we have been given. So on that note, thanks so much for listening to another episode of Authentic Conversations. I'm looking for feedback, guys, especially as we roll into this new year and I think about reflecting and looking ahead on this podcast. I want to deliver more valuable content to you. I want to provide the best I possibly can. And maybe for some of you, you're just saying, stop talking. (laughs) I'll try my best. But really, if you have any sort of feedback, if you have thoughts on topics that you'd love to hear me address, if you have guests 
that you recommend I have on the show. I'm not looking for Joe Rogan, though I would love a, a referral to Joe Rogan because I would love to have him on my podcast. Um, but I'm looking to have guests of all shapes and sizes, all backgrounds, all current states of being, and all future plans. I really want to be as diverse as possible in digging into the authentic lives of these people to understand what it is that's driven them to become the person they are today and how that will catapult them into the next season of their life. Thank you so much for your support. This is definitely not the last episode, but we are nearing the last episodes of 2020. Thank you for all that you do. Please feel free to reach out if you have any questions, any need, any concern whatsoever. In the meantime, do what you can to live the life you've been called to live. Thanks so much. Thank you for listening to Authentic Conversations with Ryan James Miller. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and share it with others. To connect with Ryan and learn more, visit ryanjamesmiller.com.